Hi friends, welcome back to Money Mental Peace. Today we're talking about how you can save 80 bucks for college in literally 20 minutes today. And $80 in the span of like what you need for school now, it might not seem a lot, but also you know how many like textbooks you could cheaply rent for 80 bucks or like gas money or all the things. So I think it's worth it. Um, also, if you're interested in needing more money for college, these few months, you'll notice that I am reminding y'all about my services of finding scholarships for college. If you're interested, I can guarantee finding students between ten dollars to $30,000 in potential scholarship opportunities, which means I would do the middle like middleman work and like find some that you specifically qualify for and then of course you go ahead and apply them because I'm not going to apply them in your name and be all illegal and all that stuff so um yeah but if you ever need help and are wanting to just not spend so much time looking for the scholarships hit me up my email is info at money and mental peace dot com it's in the description below. Again, that's info at moneyandmentalpeace.com. Now, the cool thing about podcasting is I can connect with other podcasters. And I met this girl even before I knew she was a podcaster. So that's cool. And um, my friends Liz and Kali are going to be on the podcast today. And we already did the whole podcast and I realized... I should pitch Nkali's podcast to everybody. So here she is going to really like just explain the title of her show and what it means. And you guys should go hit her up. Okay, cool, cool. Hi, my name's Nkali. Thank you for this opportunity, Kara. So my podcast can be found on all listening platforms and it's called Disekandi Tembea. Disekandi is, is Latin for the word dissect and Tembea is Swahili for the word walk. So dissecting the walk focuses on interacting with different social issues from a Christian lens and perspective. So we talk about we talk about it or right now the episode that we just got done recording which i'm not sure when it's going to be out yet but it was focused on what god what god has done in our lives over time and i think it's a it's going to be an episode worth listening to but in the meantime there's really good content on the podcast already there's an episode on grief as well as an episode on contentment and so many other things and it's nice to sort of reflect on the different things that are our society is encountering and how god wants us to interact with them thank you amen and she really needs to send me her link to her podcast, okay, and Kali, because I'm not going to be able to spell that, <laughs> so I can put it in the description. Uh, okay, and also, whenever I have someone on the podcast, I always have to do the disclaimer. I mean, Kali's great, and I'm pretty sure we agree on, like, most all things in life, but if either of us ever go on some, you know, like, become, like, serial killers or, like, in some big scandal, um, I'm just doing the disclaimer that we don't know if we agree with everything, but um, we're just talking about our own content on this podcast, and unfortunately, I have to say that because I've connected with some people in the past who were concerning. So we're, we're talking about what's on the podcast. Everything explained is not necessarily the opinions of everyone and each other in their entire lives. And go check out her podcast. Email me if you're interested in scholarships. And let's get into it. Yay. Sorry, I texted you. Oh, it's still recording. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you want guidance on where to go and what to study? Wonder if you should change majors? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for scholarships and ways to pay for college without parental help? Do you wake up worried about everything and just want to make sure you're following God's path for your life? Hey, I'm Kara. I too was a stressed college student looking for money and mental peace. I wondered if there were other ways to pay for college besides loans and wished for clear direction on how to make college and career decisions. Not only was I worried about drowning in debt, but also afraid I hadn't heard Jesus correctly. Was I studying the wrong thing? Was I completely off track? I felt semi out of control and was spiraling until I learned how to hear from God and follow his direction. He guided me and gave me the stepping stones to pay for college. Scholarships, grants, testing out of classes, and other weird school hacks got me through debt-free. And in this podcast for Christian college girls, you will learn how to find God's path for your college journey and how to graduate with no loans or debt. So grab your cold brew and TI-89 and listen in on the most stress-free and debt-free class you've ever attended. This is Money and Mental Peace. I'm back with my friends, Liz and Nkali. And Nkali, do you want to tell everyone how you explained how your name is from the long word? Sure. Um, my name is Nkali. Nkali is pronounced like the latter part of the word melancholy, starting with the N. So it's Nkali. Uh, it's quite hard to pronounce for some people, but if you just think of it that way, it's pretty easy. And I am Liz. Okay, Liz doesn't talk. You gotta talk really loud. I am Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever I go back and edit episodes with Liz, it's like all of us talking, and then Liz has very good diction. Like, I can hear the words she's saying, but like, there's like the sound waves, and then Liz's is really tiny, and then there's a big sound wave, it's mine, and then Liz is really tiny. All right. So these friends are here. Um, Liz, we call her Lizard, is currently in college. And Kali is, is, you know, more recently-ish out of college. And we're going to talk. I'm actually going to tell them the story of um, how they and you listening could save 80 bucks in just 20 minutes today and save your peace of mind. Ooh, I'm knocking over cereal. Um, in college. Okay. Imagine this. It was last December, Christmas Eve day. And I go out to my car and I open the car and I turn the car on to heat it up because we don't got no garage in Michigan and there's snow. Okay. And I purposefully, purposefully, mind you, close and lock my keys in my car. Purposefully. Because I use the key fob thing I have in the house to unlock it whenever I need to go back out. Because um, I bought this car and my nana from my grandma, my nana, and she only had one key that she could find. So whatever. Okay, so 10 minutes later, I go and bring my key fob out and it won't unlock. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm clicking it and clicking it and clicking it. And I'm like... I'm a responsible human being. I purposefully locked my keys in my car on purpose to make with this and it's not working. And well, it always worked. It it always. And so we're like, okay, it's the battery. So we like change this little like 
key fob battery and then it's it's frozen so we like oh. heated it up like we put it over the heater to like heat it up because it's really cold that day and then it's just like not working by this time my car has been running for like an hour because it's just like keeps running and running and running now this reminds me of college because i actually legit have locked my keys in the car before um one time i think i left i locked the keys in my car and then I had left the other bag in the person I carpooled with or something like that. And one time I think I'd left it at the college. So like this has happened before, but I had a spare key. This time I thought I was all smart to use the key fob. I was like, I purposefully, and then I had to call a tow truck on Christmas Eve. Stinking Christmas Eve. So before I finish this story, have you guys ever locked your keys? I'm trying to think. I well, I used to. No, I don't have a car, but I used to be an RA in college. So, do you know what my responsibility was? Unlocking students who locked themselves out of their dorms, and the amount of times that people would lock themselves out of their dorms was ridiculous. I I swear, this one semester, I had this student. It it was so unfortunate because not only did I work as an RA, but I worked for campus safety and security. And this person would call campus safety to get their room unlocked. Now, the problem was they would call campus safety to unlock their room instead of calling me. Because after a certain number of times of locking yourself out, we have to charge you every time we come and unlock your door. And then they didn't know that when they called campus security, because I work there. I know. So I was like, friend, where are your keys? Because you... I've been letting you in. So, yeah, I know what that's like. And I could not afford to lock myself out because I was in charge of letting people in when they locked themselves out. Yeah. And sometimes I was. it would be in the middle of the day when I'm in class and they call me and they're like, hey, I locked myself out. And I'm thinking I have to walk from class, go to we had a key, like a master key location, go to the master key location and lock the key, sign it out that I took the master key let them in and then go back and take it back and sign it back, sign the master key back in and then go back to whatever it is I was doing. Yeah. Liz. That sounds like the worst. I have never. I have never locked my keys in my car yet. Except for one time, one time I was trying to open my car. It was frozen though. And I was hitting the unlock button and the lock like I could see it on the door like the little thing that pops up you know what I mean it was trying it was like it would like almost I don't know I think it was frozen I don't know if it's just like my car it has glitches and stuff but it wouldn't unlock so I had to go around to the other side and climb in through the other door and (laughs) climb in through (laughs) into the front seat and then I could dethaw my car but like it was literally frozen so much it was ridiculous and then you try to go to the McDonald's drive-thru and your window won't go down <laughs> and you have to hit it. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's it. This is fun telling college car debacles. So my other, my my old car, which was just like always my college car, if it was too cold, like sometimes I'd get it open, but it wouldn't close. Like it wouldn't latch. Like one time I drove and I turned the corner and like my car door flew open as I was turning the corner because of the centrifugal force. So then I'd have to drive to work holding my car door, which really isn't safe. It's scary. And then it turns out like you could like lubricate 
somewhere on the inside on the like inner side of the latch and my dad would do it and help me out and then it'd work better but sometimes I'd have to call at work and be like I'm actually like ready but my car door won't close (laughs) anyways when I had to call tow truck not to tow my car and to be like all embarrassed and be like I locked my keys in my car on purpose I had to tell her but it was because I had another thing to unlock it. Anyway, she's probably heard it enough that she was just like, okay, we'll be there in an hour. So I think my car was running for like two hours. <laughs> it's locked. And I was trying to go to Christmas stuff. Did it have any gas left? Did it have any gas left? I think it, I think it still did, but it was really down. And this is like so annoying on Christmas Eve. Um, so basically the lady came and she was really nice. And it's like... It was less back when I was in college, but it's like 80 bucks to let you into your car. And I think it was with some extra fees or something. It was like 100 or something. And I was like, this is how you save 80 to $100 in college. You spend 20 minutes to go get a duplicate key. And mind you maybe even two or three duplicate keys and then you save two hours and like a hundred bucks 80 to 100 bucks in college that's my story (laughs) you know what's super funny that's how much it cost us if a student lost their keys yes we would charge them 40 dollars for one key and then it would be 80 for two keys because unfortunately they were not allowed to make copies of their keys in college we would have to go in and change the locks which meant we're getting a new set of keys for your roommate if you have a roommate too and we're getting a new set of keys for you we'll maintain you can maintain your house key but would have to change your room key but all the same especially if we're trying to change everyone's keys and everything you would be spending that money. So I guess in college, just don't lose your keys. <laughs> so you're saying if you're in college with like a dorm, don't lose your keys because that's yes. like 80 bucks. And I'm saying with like, it could be 80 bucks to mm-hmm. let's have someone let you in your car. And when I called around at different locksmiths to get a, a, a duplicate key, literally they were only like three or five or six bucks Mm -hmm. unless if you get a special one with like the key fob with it it was going to be more one might have been up to 20 or 30 but like i still feel like spending that 20 minutes Mm -hmm. to go in and talk with them about it honestly it's probably less than 20 minutes is going to save you a big headache what were you going to say liz I gonna say something? I thought you were gonna grab it one time. Oh, what is a key fob, though? Oh, actually, <laughs> it's funny because I just googled that. Oh, here I have into a, it. I just googled that, so I have a picture of it because I was like, I've heard them. It's just that, so you have it's one. A oh, I, have, I don't know. It does a the, key my fob. key fob and my keys are kind of the same thing. That's why. That's why I disconnected it because I only had one set of keys because we couldn't find the other keys for my, it was for my grandma, whatever. So I had a key on my key ring and then I had the fob separate. So if I ever need to get into my car, because I, I, I thought I was smart. I purposefully locked my keys in my car and I still had to pay 80 bucks, 80 to 100 dollars. <laughs> if I lock my keys in my car, then I'll have to call Daniel because he said he had the other key somewhere. <laughs> Somewhere. No, he said he was going to, and and then he forgot. Well, tell him who Daniel is. Oh, he's the person who owned my car previously. And my friend. And he won't give up the car. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He sold it to me. (laughs) He did still do it. It's a good car, though. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Yeah. Sorry, guys, if this is awkward, I'm trying to, like, yell around with one mic. I'm going to ask my girls if they have any other advice around these things and around keys before we finish up the day. Anyone? Use your roommate. If you're in college and you lock yourself out, don't call Res Life if they're going to charge you to unlock your door. Have a good relationship with your roommate and call them or ask security to let you in. But also, if you've lost the keys, it's a security issue I know you don't want to spend the money, but just get ahead of it. You would rather be safe than sorry. Get it replaced as soon as possible. But yeah, that's my advice. I've never lost keys. (laughs) (laughs) But have a spare key if Uh you can. And if you can't, be a robot who doesn't lose their keys. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) And this has been... Another podcast with Caradactyl, Lizard, and California. Those are our kind of nicknames. How cute. Okay, bye. Yeah. Okay. And just remember, God made you special (laughs) and he loves you very much. Goodbye. (laughs) Hey, girl. Okay, so before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, Would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot, post it in your Insta stories, and tag me. Let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college. See you next time. Love and prayers, Kara.